Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Two Dudes in a Nest. We're still stuck here in Dimension X. Uh... Hey, Justin. What? Is that the Turtle Flakes guys over there? Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. Two extra dudes. That makes four dudes. I have an idea. Come with me. Sure, why not? Hey, fancy meeting you guys here. How'd you get here? Hey, dude, Michael. What are you doing at Dimension X? Well, I found this thingy in the corner of my basement, <laughs> and we hit a button, and next thing I know, Justin and I are walking around this weird place. Ah, oh, jeez. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This is all Josh's fault, uh, because... No, you know, no. Take no, you did. You did. This is you, your fault. You were no, texting me, and totally you said you. I needed to buy that scepter, and I said, I don't know about this, and you said, no way. Uh, you got to buy it. So, Dude, as soon as you said Turtles 3, I started crying, <laughs> and you went ahead yeah. with it. <laughs> well, it's like an artifact. you got to get it, so... You know, I picked that thing up, and then little did I know when we recorded our last green screen on Turtle Flakes, uh, it kind of accidentally opened a portal, and here we are. So. And you kind of accidentally kicked me in the butt. Uh, in the I, I got a twitch, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, settle down. I'm sorry. I figure as long, as long as we're here, I'm still wearing why my don't boots we just go ahead and record a... What? I'm still wearing my boots, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so take off, take off your boots, of course. Okay, okay. <laughs> So, I figure we can do a podcast. What do you say? A little tag team on some Ninja Turtles? Yeah, I know she got a copy of the original Ninja Turtles in your hand. I do. We're going to have to take turns, though, because it's only one player. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. And we need a Nintendo. Hey, Josh, did you bring yours? Uh, of course. I never leave home without it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. How about some history? All right, we'll do some history. All right, well, you know what? Since we're all here, I don't think that I want to do like our regular history. Usually I just read a bunch of history and bore everybody to death. Uh, <laughs> how about we play a little game? You guys want to play a game? Sounds, Sounds good. Yeah, sure, man. All right. So Sounds like Saul. Want to play a little game? <laughs> <laughs> so instead of, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go through, these are history questions about the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game for the NES. And uh, we'll go through, everybody, uh, in order for you to buzz in, to answer it, you uh, just say your name. Should you say your turtle name? Let's say your turtle name. Let's say Let's our turtle that. names. I like All it. Right. Sweet. All right. We we'll need turtle through. names first. So each question is going to have three multiple choice answers. Do we? And... What's my turtle name? Ah, uh, jeez, I don't know. This uh, one's a hard one. Yeah, that is tough. <laughs> what? <laughs> what could his turtle name? I think we're... We're going to have to use your middle name. Let's go with Irma. <laughs> <laughs> Irma. Fortunately, my middle name is Michelangelo. Oh, oh okay. well, nice. Well, there you go. It's, My, it's Michael Michelangelo. Michael Michael Michelangelo. Okay. <laughs> is it like Mario right. Mario? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> they call him Mikey Mike, you know. You know. Uh, we'll go with uh, Justin Nardo for you, Justin. I know the All Turtle right. Place guys already have names for themselves. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll be Rabiel. And I'll be Josh Otello. All right. All right. All right. Question one. So when you think you know it, say your name. Okay. In what year 
was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles release. Josh Attila. Raphael. Oh. Josh Attila. 1989. 1989 is correct. Yeah. Ding, 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 oh, ding. Nice, right. nice. Hey, what do we get when we win? Do we get a pizza? That's... No. What? <laughs> You're not the host. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> You can't make those decisions. You're not the host. You can't make those decisions. Oh, oh sorry. Geez. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, so we got Josh with one after the first question. Yeah, what a hoser. Right. Second question. Who published the game in North America? Ro- Josh Michael Michelangelo. I think it's Josh, <laughs> Josh again. Oh. Ultra Games. Ultra Games is correct. All right, so Ultra... Thank you, thank you, thank you. We got an audience here at Dimension X. Yeah, all right. Yep. Uh, Ultra, Game, Ultra Games is actually an imprint for Konami, which released it in Japan. So Konami was the original developer, but the publisher in North America was Ultra Games. It was in order for Konami to get around the uh, yeah. five-game limit that Nintendo right. tried to place on everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. We talked about that previously on the show. All right, well, I'll just cross out the next question. So the next question... No, um, Do I get the points for it? No, you get nothing. Actually, you get deducted a point. You get deducted a point. All right. So, it was one of the most popular selling games for the Nintendo. How many copies were sold? Was it oh, 975,000, 2.5 million, or 4 million? Michelangelo. Michael oh. Michelangelo. 4 million. Four million is correct. Ah, uh, wow! All right, well, he's back to zero now. So, so the guy that <laughs> sold me the game that told me it was like super rare, he wasn't being truthful. <laughs> that never happens. Dude, I paid like forty yeah. bucks for this game. Oh no! I, I actually saw on Amazon they were selling it new in box for fifty bucks. <laughs> wow! Go figure. Nice. Um. All right. So through three questions, we got Josh with two, Mike with one, and Rob. Zero. That's the internet connection. It's a little slower on my end. Uh. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, question four: What year was this game released for the Wii? Was it 2006, 2007, or 2008? Josh, Atala. Josh. 2006. No. Oh. <laughs> Rob, oh, man. Rob, uh, I'm gonna say 2007. 2007 is correct. Yes. All right. It was actually, Jeez. however, it was actually taken off of the Wii Shop channel in 2012 because the copyright ran out. So, oh man, they've been doing that a lot. I think that was a Viacom purchase, probably. Yeah. So you can't, uh, you can no longer buy it. Hmm. All right. So this is a this is this next question is not as much history as a gameplay question. At the end of the game, April gives you a gift. Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Pizza. Pizza is correct. What was on it? What kind of toppings? I don't think it It said. It doesn't say. It just says you get here's a let's go have a pizza or something. Let's celebrate with a pizza. Yeah, let's celebrate with a pizza. (laughs) <laughs> as if the as, as if the turtles hadn't been eating pizza throughout the entire game. But anyway, exactly. they should be pretty full. <laughs> hey, you would think so, but you know, Michelangelo's okay. got that insatiable uh, appetite. Yeah. Question six: In the nineteen eighty nine Nintendo Power Awards, this game won which awards? Best graphics and sound, best challenge, or best game overall? Just tell Rob. I'm going to say best challenge. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Graphics and sound. No. Oh, oh that was going to oh, be my next guess. Come on now. <laughs> uh, the no. last one? Yeah, you got to say it. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Best game overall. Best game overall. Actually, it won best. Wow, I'm really surprised so, about that one. So this game was very was criticized greatly, but the 1989 <laughs> Nintendo Power Awards it won best game overall over some uh, pretty good mentions: Mega Man 2, Ooh, Zelda wow. 2, Tetris, and Ducktales. 
Dragon oh, DuckTales. Oh, like, oh, I don't know. That's a tall order. Mega Man, Man 2 and DuckTales? Wow. wow. That's yeah. quite wow. the tidbit you gave us, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> so, best game overall in 1989. Okay. The last question... Unless we have to go to sudden death. Right now, Mike's in the lead with three. Josh has two, and Rob has one. So I have no chance of winning. <laughs> Rob is mathematically, unfortunately, mathematically yeah. eliminated. Yeah, we could just go ahead and call it, if you want to. Let's go to the last question. <laughs> the last question is a follow-up question yeah, to, the, to the previous question. How many nominations did the game receive? Josh Tello. What? Two. No. Oh! Was it five? Okay. Uh, I'll say three. No. Don't. So the choices were, well, Mike won the game. But let's see thank if Mike, you, thank you. Let's see if Mike can answer the question. So the, how many nominations did it receive in 1989 Nintendo Power Awards? Was it five, six, or seven? Uh, I guess we really should have waited. We should have waited. <laughs> I'm going to say five. It was six. Oh. No. He shouldn't get it either. You I can't lose a point. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that that they were so successful at the Nintendo Power Award. Not only did no they kidding. win best game best game overall, they also won uh, best theme, comma fun. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it boggles my mind the the, the games that it beat. That uh, on yeah, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I, it's a good game, but it, to go up against like Mega Man Two and Tetris and all those games, yeah, that's, that's what blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, it, it's quite surprising. And also, yeah. as far as like reception of the game, so it sold like four million copies, but. A lot of reviews for it were not very good. Now, a lot of these reviews came out kind of after the fact, like GameSpot. GameSpot <laughs> wasn't around in 1989, so it was kind of a retrospective, and it only gave it a 2.7 out of 10. You mean wow. the website GameSpot was not out in 1989? <laughs> um, but I Nintendo, find that hard to believe. Nintendo, <laughs> we're going to check the facts. <laughs> Nintendo Power actually uh, gave it an 8.25 out of 10, and it also... Featured it on a cover of uh, Volume Six in so Nintendo really loved that game. Hmm. But uh, well, eight point two five, and it scored better than Mega Man and uh, Ducktales. That's weird. Yeah, they so must have know. paid them off. Yeah, yeah. there's something, I don't know something how that's going on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that works. How does that work? Like, how does it? How, I wonder how that. Who votes on that? Who votes for the winner? We'll see. Yeah. Konami got a vote. Yeah. Ultra got a <laughs> vote. Yeah. Uh, Palcom probably got a vote. <laughs> Maybe Pizza Hut. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Actually, I've got the answer. <laughs> I've got the answer. It's uh, Readers of the magazine were presented with a list of nominees in Nintendo Power of Volume 11. It was time before the internet, so votes had to be cast by sending in the postcard that was included with the pages of the magazine. The votes were tallied and announced in the pages of Volume 12. So it was, a, wow. it was a reader vote. Yeah, and the readers who voted for Ninja Turtles got a free pizza. Yeah. <laughs> if you <laughs> voted for any of the others, you got nothing. Yeah, right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So Mike won the game. Uh, congratulations, you win nothing because you <laughs> voted for the winner did receive nothing. That's okay. So. <laughs> hey, all I earned bragging rights for the two dudes. That's oh, what geez. I earned. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> And that's about it as far as history. Uh, like I said, not very well received, but uh, uh, did win some pretty prestigious awards and sold a lot of copies. It was one of the best-selling um, third-party NES games, one that was actually not hmm. created by Nintendo. Hmm. So, there you go. All right. On to segment two. Beautiful segue. What a, what a transition there. Beautiful I, segue. I, I, don't, I can't segue to my own topic. Justin, you're going to have to figure this out, this whole oh, segue thing. Okay. Uh, hey, Mike, did you find the cart? Michael's quest to find the cart. Why, well, yes, Justin, I did. I've actually had this one since I was like five years old, so there's the end of that. Yeah. But 
I will say that I need to go find a better one, and we'll talk about that later when we talk about gameplay. But I need to find a better cart. Hmm. Did uh, Turtle Flakes guys? Do you did you did you have any interesting stories about getting this cart? Or is it kind of the same as me? Have you always had it? Josh, you go first, man. Um, I didn't have it when I was uh, growing up. Um, then one of our friends had it, so it was always really cool to go over there and be able to play it. And uh, I always wanted it, but uh, I didn't actually get the game until I started collecting again, probably around 2006. And uh, there was a, a game chain that always had tons of Nintendo games pretty cheap, so I got it for like 250. Um, yep, and uh, I've had it ever since. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, um, I was the same way as Josh. You know, er- early on, this is the one Nintendo game I never had. Like, I, I started off the first Nintendo or um, Ninja-, Ninja Turtle game that I ever had was Turtles 2, the arcade port, uh, and then eventually I got three. And, you know, I'd seen uh, one a couple of times over at my friend uh, Scott's house, and it always looked so different from the other two, because the other two were beat-em-ups. And I was thinking, boy, that's different. And I remember him actually driving the turtle van, and I, I remember, like, that really striking me as a kid. And I always kind of wanted it, but I never had it. And it's kind of a cool story. It's kind of a long story, so I'll try to my best to, uh, you know, make it quick. But um, I remember uh, it was in the mid-90s, and uh, Final Fantasy VII just came out. And I wanted it so bad, so I said uh, to my dad, you know, I, I was like, is there any way I can make some money to get this game? And my dad was like, yeah, sure, sure, I'll have you, uh, you know, dig out. The, we, we lived on Dead End Street in Gloucester City, and we had some ponds down there, and they were man-made ponds, and I'd have to dig them out. And we didn't have a wheelbarrow, so that was fun. So I'd, I'd uh, dig out the uh, the ponds, fill them up uh, in these buckets, and i get a quarter for each bucket. That I fill up. Then I had to carry it all the way across our yard. It was about an acre yard, and then I had to uh, pour all the the mud in this um, like drainage ditch to kind of build up the walls. So, anyways, uh, that's like good old fashioned child labor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, coming, you know, thinking about it now, a quarter of a bucket. I don't know, but that kind of sounds like busy work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just wanted me out of the house, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, so finally I, I raise enough money and I spend like four or five hours a day after school getting this done. I raise enough money to buy Final Fantasy VII. So my dad takes me to uh, what was then a store called Funko Land, which I think GameStop bought them out a few years later. Uh, so I buy Final Fantasy VII. And my dad goes, you know what? You worked your tail off. And he said, you know what? It, it pick you out a Nintendo game or something like that or any game you want, and I'll, I'll uh, match that. And the one I wanted was Ninja Turtles, the first Ninja Turtles for the NES. So, uh, you know, I got that, and, you know, my dad just pretty much said, you know, uh, you always work hard for the things, you know, you truly want, uh, you truly desire. And, uh, you know, he just it was a good lesson. It was a good family moment. And overall, I, you know, in retrospective, I played it probably in the late 90s. I, and I really liked it. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was a very good memory, uh, very nostalgic moment for me. Cool. Yeah, see, that's better than the stories I've been given. <laughs> <laughs> no way, no way. We need I've to... got some good stories, but not for any of the games we've talked about yet. <laughs> so for all the, yeah, for, I, for most of the games, we're just going to call Rob and see if he can tell the story. Um, <laughs> like, I remember it was a snowy day. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good one for thir- Turtles 3, but not for one. <laughs> well, oh, I've got nice. a good one for Turtles 3 too, so maybe uh, we'll have you guys back on. I don't know. Hey, that sounds future. all right. I don't know. <laughs> I, like it. I don't want to make any promises to the hey, listeners. But we'll next see. time we're in Dimension X, you got it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's to... talk about the game then. Oh, I you think want, what we you don't do. want to hear my story. That's fine. Uh, we never listened to <laughs> we never listened to your story, dude. <laughs> You're the other dude. The other dude don't Christmas get to tell his there. story. Thanks. <laughs> Move on. Which Christmas? I don't really know. I just remember getting it for Christmas. And this is why we don't ask you for your story. <laughs> and I think... Actually, I think... I remember pretty vividly that I got it at the same, the same Christmas I got Duck Duck. So, oh, good Christmas. Whatever that, whatever year that was. That does sound like a pretty good Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So see, my story wasn't terrible. <laughs> nah, it's, it's still pretty bad. But let's go get the game. The game discussion. All right. So we have a treat for today. We have the manual that we can read from. All right. So 
Am I the only one that's got the manual? I can read the whole thing if you want me to. Or we can just pick <laughs> we can just pick parts. It sounds let me like, read the it sounds like read the little, let's read from our and our, our manuals. <clears throat> if everybody would turn to page four, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ding! <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Alright, now I'm gonna read I'm gonna read a little bit of the intro here, because it's pretty good. It is. It says prepare to shell out some punishment. Ooh. Steam rises from Wall Street's sewers like hot breath from a pack of wild dogs. Jeez. Just below the pavement's puddle-strewn surface, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have gathered gathered around the leftovers of a family reunion-sized sausage pizza with extra sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, these party dudes would inhale the mozzarella platter as if it were the last za on Earth. But not tonight. <laughs> Shall I continue? I'm hungry. Just, to, go just on, a couple go of things. On. First of all, first of all, first of all, I'm sweating. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Another thing, hey, I is, will say, the only other time we've read from a manual is when we read from Double Dragon, and Double Dragon was ridiculous. Right. This is actually this is actually kind of compelling. Yeah, it I is. Love, very strong writing. Yeah, I like the reference to Zaw. Me too. Me too. I like, like the Zaw. I also, I don't like, it's like with extra, you think they're going to say with extra sausage, because normally people get either extra cheese or extra other topping, but no, extra sauce. That was, right. that was kind of a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, they're, it's kind of like they're eating cereal. <laughs> tomato sauce and sausages. <laughs> no, it's more like spaghetti. <laughs> okay, here we go. Right. You see, only hours ago... Their trusted friend April yeah, trademarked. Trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> was kidnapped. Was kidnapped from her motel or her motel. Her motel. Her mo- Jeez, she's hard up. <laughs> yeah, she is. I'm sorry. Was kidnapped she's on the from her. <laughs> go 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 go. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> okay, she was kidnapped from her mobile news van. Freudian by the, by the vile, ruthless <laughs> terrorist. Bully Shredder. Trademark. Tra- trademark. <laughs> He's a slice-o-matic crumb. <laughs> a villain more vicious than an army of mind-altering Bruce Lee. Oh, now, now I'm hooked. Now oh, I'm hooked. Bruce Lee, man. Nice. Bruce Lee's plural. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the Bruce... I w- See, I would think the plural of Bruce Lee's is just Bruce Lee. Oh, I love how think. they referred to him as uh, a bully. Not, no, not yeah. a villain. I like Crumb. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, a Crumb. Yeah, a Crumb, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, with their lovely cohort, cohort held hostage, the fearless foursome must concoct a way to rescue April before Shredder Brain washes her into joining <laughs> his ninjutsu foot clan. They'll combine this treacherous task with the mission they've been on since their mutated belongings to thrash Shredder and capture his life transformer gun. The lone piece of technology that can turn their rat friend Splinter trademark, trademark <laughs> back into the man he used to be. Oh. So take control of these heroes in a half shell and either claim total victory over New York's premier kickman <laughs> or lead them onto the menu at McTurtles. <laughs> Home of the <laughs> home of the quarter flounder, which oh my gosh, the really? Flounder, Do you think the turtles right. will want flies with that? <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, man. oh, that was great. Uh, that was probably the best part of the show. So here's <laughs> okay. the thing: what are you doing? I just, I, I'm confused. Are you saving April or helping Splinter? I don't both, know what's going both. on. Both. Yeah, both. You're doing both. Well, I'll tell you what. Okay. You know that it, I never. Um, I never read that part of the manual, so that explains the ending really well. Yeah. At first, you know, that ending, I was like, what? How did that? You know, did yeah. Shredder, like, put a curse on Splinter? Uh, but, yeah, now it all makes sense. Sort of. No, it's kind <laughs> of funny, the McDonald's too. reference. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. So, what happens when Splinter turns back into his human self? He just goes away. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, my work here's done. Yeah. I, I trained you well. See you later. Well, he does tell you at the end of the game your uh, your abilities have excelled mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say that anybody who's not read the manual, even the, the whole rest of it is awesome too. With with references such as the turtles, not to be confused with the Beatles, and uh, <laughs> and there's even some really awesome 
descriptions of the enemies and stuff. This is probably one of the best manuals I've seen for the NES. Uh, so hmm. I suggest that all you listeners go out there and find this manual and read through it because it's pretty awesome. We're not going to go through all of it, obviously, but <laughs> I recommend that people go out and read it. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah. More talk about the gameplay. Well, I, I just want to go on the record and say, first of all, that while everybody bashes this game and everybody thinks Turtles 2 and 3 is better and everybody's probably getting their pitchforks ready, <laughs> this is my favorite Ninja Turtles NES game. Wow. Really? Wow. Really? I like this one better than 2 or 3. Oh, man. Well, you know, I, I'll say this. You know, I was going to wait till the end to say this, but, uh, you know, uh, I always thought this game was way too unfairly bashed. Uh, I, I think this game offers a lot of things that the beat-em-ups, you know, like 2 and 3, don't necessarily offer. Uh, and I guess we'll get into specifically what those features are. But yeah, I'm, I, I don't know if it's I like it better, but I think it's just as good. Yeah, you know, in my opinion. Uh, I have to agree. I mean, I, I really like this game, and I actually play it more than the others. Uh, probably because, you know, the other games are great when you've got two people and multiplayer. <laughs> But if you're just trying to play Turtles on your own, then I just feel like this game has more to offer because it kind of varies things up with uh, the different weapons and levels and, you know, being able to go topside and under the sewers. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, like like you guys said, I think it's underappreciated and people like to bash it, but uh, it's actually a, a really a really good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the only thing is, you know, I remember, I remember playing it a lot. I don't know if it, I played it a lot necessarily because I liked the game as much as I was just freak for Ninja Turtles and anything Ninja <laughs> Turtles I would have done. But I just remember really struggling with this game. I think that's probably one of the reasons I like the second one better. Mm-hmm. Um, is because uh, it didn't. It wasn't as frustrating as this game. And this game is really long. It uh, is. Comparably to, especially since you can't save. You can't save the game <laughs> and it's like insanely long. So it's like you could, I guess you could pause it and you know, get burn in on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I will say that when I was a kid, 3 was my favorite. And that for that reason, because it was too frustrating for me to play as a kid. I feel like this game was almost made more for older people. Mm-hmm. Because it is more difficult and it's more... You kind of have to know what you're doing. I remember as a kid, I would, I could easily make it to the city when you actually start driving the van. Mm-hmm. But it was such a maze that I could never figure out what to do when I was a kid. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize until hard. today that there's a map that shows you the different points. I honestly, even today, I was uh, playing it and I just noticed it. But Josh Splinter mm-hmm. said it in the menu screen. Yeah, I, I never noticed. I, I didn't. I didn't read it, man. I was you like, also have a support. <laughs> no, no, we have April. You have support. April support yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh no, no, yeah. Splinter said you can do it, and April was the one who said you have my support. Yeah. Right. So both very encouraging. So, how are yeah, you talking yeah. to April too? If April's a captor. Is, is Shredder, <laughs> Shredder's not a very good like uh, prison prisoner keeper if he's like letting well, see, the captor well, what talk to is, the turtle comms. Maybe I don't know. No, you you got what to happens is get, you, uh, you save study. April. Yeah, 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 yeah. You save April in the first level, and then, yeah. see in the first level you have Splinter, and then you get April after the first level, mm-hmm. and then you're going after Splinter. Should I say Splinter? Yeah, there's like that awesome cutscene. Yeah, that cutscene is, is sweet. Yeah, it's like straight I out of the cartoon. It was awesome. Yeah, the, the cutscene, the, uh, the cutscenes in this game is especially like the intro cutscene and uh, the music that kind of suits the intro cutscene. I, I was very impressed. I mean, uh, I made it farther than I've had uh, I've had in a long time, and after each stage, there's at least one cutscene. So that's something that I, I think is kind of unique to the Turtles games for the NES. Yeah, I think the cutscenes were great. And the yeah, cutscenes I agree. And and two are good too. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the cutscenes in both these games. Konami did a really good job on it with the, with the cutscenes. Um, but uh, one thing that really stuck out to, in my mind about this game: difference in the turtles, and really almost you're forced by mm-hmm. the, the game developers to have Michelangelo, which was my favorite. <laughs> See, my favorite, my favorite two Ninja Turtles: Michelangelo and Raphael. The worst two on the game, which is <laughs> awful. Because yep. because I Raphael is basically useless. Yeah, yeah really, they're both useless. Thank God. I mean, the, the nunchucks is not much better. Well, when I was growing yeah. up, I always thought Michelangelo could jump higher. I know he probably can't, but for some reason, in my head, in my yeah. head, I always thought he could jump higher. But you well, know, what I mean can... is, 
Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Your sacrificial players are the ones that when you get to a really hard level, you got to throw them and you don't care if they die. You got to save Donatello. And that's another oh, yeah. thing. So Donat- Donatello is not even really that much of a popular turtle, at least that I can remember growing up. But yeah, he's like the best one on the game. He is. And you know what? You would think that, uh, you know, Leonardo, he's got two swords for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you think he'd be, you would, he would be the strongest, but it's Donatello. But, you know, one, one thing is, at least uh, what I've noticed is uh, Michelangelo and Raphael, they, they, although their weapon range is very, very limited, you know, because, like, Raphael especially, it seems like his side doesn't hit anything. Uh, but they're really fast. But, uh, but still, mm-hmm. even in this game, it seems like it's still a little bit unbalanced, you know? Yeah, yeah they're pretty much, uh, they're seaweed fodder. You know, once you get down there, you're like, "Up, oh, Raph's coming up, dude." He's like, "No, not again." It's like, you're the only one. You have the worst, uh, the worst attack. So you're going through the seaweed, man. Yeah, yeah the seaweed. Poor Raph. Hey, seaweed. Speaking of Donatello being so overpowered, I was playing when I was playing last night. Is there really any need to do that little trick at the beginning where you jump up on the box? I mean, it's not really that hard of a battle. I don't just. I don't know. Yeah. I was doing it, and I was sitting there thinking, this kind of makes it boring. <laughs> <laughs> to jump up on the box, you know, yeah, and strike yeah, down with Donatello. Yeah. Well, you know what always cracks yeah. me up is, like, you know, the the musical, all of a sudden the musical kick in, you think, oh, man, i got to fight this really strong boss. And a lot of times it's just, like, this one guy that you've been, you know, fighting all of his brothers the entire time that's got, like, one little bar of energy, uh, and you just hit him with one hit, and he's dead. I'm like, well, that wasn't scary. Yeah, like the little guy that takes a nap all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know who he is, like but he always see seems to end up being the boss to me. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like uh, Trevor from Castlevania 3 at the very beginning. When he's, well, he like, does. Praying, he's like n- knelt over. That's what I thought of. I was like, hey. <laughs> What's up with that guy, though? I mean, it's like uh, you're fighting him, and he's like, okay, I'm going to just kneel down here, and he just curls into a ball. It's like, okay, I don't think that's a very good fighting tactic, but okay. I'm going to hide behind this box. <laughs> well, and what about the guy that just like sets himself on fire? Yeah, the lava <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and know. that's the funny yeah. thing because you had like such a extensive uh, library of enemies and stuff uh, from the turtles, and you know this came out in 1989, so the cartoon had been out for two years. So you had the Mausers, and you know there were a couple of Mausers in the game, uh, but most of the enemies are unique to the game. You know, that's kind of a weird concept. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like they made this game as not Ninja Turtles and then turned it into Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah. It, it really does feel like that. You know what the uh, the guy on fire, his name was? What? No. Flaming Pyromaniac. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. He's actually an ex-pyromaniac from Brooklyn. This hot dog takes careful aim before launching <laughs> fireballs that turn into clones of himself. Oh, man. There's Terrifying. a lot of Straight maniacs from the manual. in this game. There's a chainsaw-wielding maniac as well. Yeah, you remember that from the cartoon, guys? Yeah. If I oh, saw yeah, that yeah. when I was a kid, I would have peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man. Okay, so the graphics, though, on this game are actually pretty good. Are they not? I mean, I think they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're yeah, kind really. of they're standard Konami fare, really. It yeah. looks like a Konami game. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I think uh, the sprites, uh, in a lot of ways, I think the sprites are bigger and more detailed than some of the other uh, Ninja Turtle games on the NES. Uh, I noticed that the, the Ninja Turtles, um, especially when you know when you go down in the sewers or in the buildings or anything or caverns, uh, the sprites are so much bigger. The turtles look, you know, a lot beefier, uh, and the enemies look really cool. The stage designs look really cool, and they're varied. Um, I was really, really impressed with, you know, the cutscenes. Uh, this game is very underrated graphically. Yeah. And the sprites in this game are actually a lot bigger than the majority of sprites on the NES, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they are. They take up a good portion of the screen. I like and maybe that's why there was a little spinner. bit of a flicker, too. Yeah, because you only have, kind of have eight sprites per scan line, so when they're taller, it takes up more real estate. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I like what they did with Splinter, though. Uh, the drawing of him when you hit start, it looked a lot like the comic, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, when you switch turtles, it switches the color of the logo, too. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, subtle. Yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's the little things that count. You know? That's right. That's right. But, but there's one bad thing about this game. It's not really the graphics in the game, but it's the graphics on the box. They're all red. Let's look at that. <laughs> Well, that's the original. That's the way they originally were on the covers of the comics, right? Yep. Yeah. Originally, they all yeah. had red. 
Well, I know inside the comics they were black and white, but on the cover it was color, right? And they were all red. <laughs> yeah, which would be really tricky, you know, because basically you'd have to look at their weapons to kind of uh, distinguish which turtle it was. Because they all kind of had the same shade of green, too. You know, see, like, later on in the comics, you see certain turtles, and you see it in the cartoon, too. Uh, certain turtles have, like, a darker shade of green than others, or than the others. But, uh, yeah, the, at least the first, gosh, I'd say 10 to 20 covers of the turtles, they all look exactly the same except for the weapons. Yeah, yeah. I actually, not to, not to go against you, Justin, but I do love, I love this cover. I think it's my favorite cover. I slipped on that landmine there. You should know. you got to check your facts if you get the Turtle Place guys on the show. That's true. All right. <clears throat> well, see, oh, let's, let's talk about it. You know, uh, I don't know. See, the first the first game's cover looks pretty awesome. But i got to go, like, if, if we're going just by the covers of the games, i got to go with the Manhattan Project cover. I just there's so much detail to that uh, that game uh, that cover I don't know but uh, sorry that's diff- totally different game probably totally different you know show but sorry <laughs> <laughs> no no uh, yeah that's cool yeah but uh, so let's talk about the uh, more about the gameplay uh, one thing that I want to talk about was the water levels which were probably the frustrating levels um, I mean I tell you if I had a nickel of every person I've known <laughs> that has lost the seaweed. They just go swimming in the ocean. <laughs> what happened? It's that, it's, that uh, ele- it's that electrifying seaweed. It's what you don't want to know. It's seaweed. Yeah, yeah. It's a nasty foe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been to way too many funerals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, the thing is, like, um, I forgot about, you know, I was so concerned about the ones, you know, on the top and bottom, but the, there's also mm-hmm. seaweed. If you even swim close to it, it'll literally pick your... Uh, grab you and then pull you under yeah i didn't know that until mm-hmm. today yeah i'd never yeah. had that problem before and all of a sudden I was like, Whoa, what just happened yeah yeah i was like that seaweed just went out of its way to kill me yep. <laughs> yeah you know you guys are probably gonna hate me for this but i've honestly never had any trouble oh, no, oh, what a hoser game genius. well your game is probably <laughs> defective then your game it's is not game genius. it's just i don't know i've just never had any trouble i just as soon as your guy's about to start dying you just hit start and switch to a turtle that's got full life and keep going which was yeah. kind of a cheating? nice feature too. Like that—that's one thing that the other games didn't have. You know, the fact that you could literally in the middle of a boss fight or something like that, you could switch your turtle. So it kind of added a little uh, an element of strategy to the game as well. That mm-hmm. is kind of cool. I, I noticed when you were swimming down there, though, uh, a lot of your speed is depending on how you're pointing your turtle. So like if you hit yeah. down and swim or up and swim, I didn't even notice that till today when I was playing it. It seems like if you swim in a certain direction, sometimes you can go faster. So. That's another way to get through there, but uh, it was really tough, especially you know as a kid when you don't really understand uh, stuff like the control and I don't know. It was uh, it was a tough area, but uh, it, it's kind of cool that they changed it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but the only thing that kills me about it is they can swim through the dam in like two minutes, right? <laughs> but if you get in a sewer and you fall in the water, you just you're drowning. <laughs> you're just swept away. It's <laughs> true. Maybe it's the rapids in the current. Right. It must be, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I I also hate the fact... Oh, sorry, sorry, Michael. I I just want to say, I also hate the fact that um, a lot of times, you know, you you almost have to memorize the pattern of uh, those things that you have to disarm, I guess, uh, Mm -hmm. in in the damn stage. and, and like a lot of times I, I would think that I had them all and then I'd have to, and you know, of course the time's ticking. You only get two minutes to do it. And then I forgot one all the way at the very beginning. So I got to swim back and, you know, I'd always end up killing myself that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, at some point I found a pattern that I used and I've never strayed from that pattern. And it's just always, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, always, I, of course, I played this game a lot. This is probably the game I played more than almost any other NES game. Nice. Because <laughs> I've had yeah. it since I was five and I never got rid of it. <laughs> so I've just had it my entire life, and I've played it yeah, like crazy. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's pretty close for me, too. I've probably played it just as much, if not more. I don't know. I may have played the second one more. Seems like I played that and just, like, mm. nonstop. I off. never had the second one when I was younger for some reason, so that's why I never played it. Yeah. Mm. I had the first and the third one when I was younger, so. Mm. So, okay, anyways, I want to talk about the music, because the music... It's just amazing. The, the intro mm-hmm. song is just—it's ringing in my head all the time. I wish I could <laughs> just put it put it on CD, put it in my car. Yeah, like, I can help you with that, man. I'll, okay. I'll get you one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think the music is probably, in my opinion, one of the best parts of this game. Uh, I, I it, it reminds me of like 80s rock, especially that intro music. You know, the... I mean, it pumps me up to play an Ninja Turtle game. I'm ready, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know the... Uh, yeah. and then, the overworld tune uh this, in this like as soon as the game starts and you're yeah you're i've heard map. that somewhere so i was i was at work and one of the dudes was whistling it but he didn't know what it was and <laughs> well it was I'm like we're you know we're in the help desk room and uh one of the it guys is, is uh, whistling i'm like dude it's turtles too and he's like what he's like dude you're right i never knew what that was it was just stuck in my head it was crazy <laughs> it was like it's, i love that song it's probably my favorite though you know, the, is the Turtles theme song? It's not even in the game, though. Is no, it? no, I don't think it is. No, no. Um, but but so. I did. I never even worried about it because the music in the game was just so good. Oh yeah, I agree. Then like the damn stage, uh, the sex Dude, stage. Rob, the... The... Uh, I'm down. sorry, I didn't mean to use that kind of language. <laughs> Jeez, you hoser. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Rob, upset. I'm in the dimension X. Friendly you know? here, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, the damn stages music, stage three, uh, stage four, um, I mean, every single one of the stages, and even the cutscene music in between each stage, uh, phenomenal. I, I, th- I think that's one of the crowning jewels of this game. And, you know, not to stray from music, but uh, along in the sound department, I love the sound of Leonardo's katanas. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Just like that chink. chink. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it always. Yeah. Yeah, the sound and, and uh, also the composer for the game and, and Mike, uh, you know how I love to, to say these Japanese names. <laughs> uh, Jun Funahashi? Jun Funahashi. Okay, so seriously, we're going to have to send you to the Japanese. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to have to give here. No, I, got, I got a better idea. You just need to find, like, go to Google Translate or something. Just let Google do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how to say this word. <laughs> so. And, you know, it also might help if you quit putting a question mark at the end of their name. <laughs> yeah. Funa <laughs> <laughs> Shami? At least then people would think, oh, I guess that's right. Yeah. right just right. have confidence. Yeah, I should. I should have confidence. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like anyone else who says it otherwise is wrong. <laughs> right. That's right. So like, you, like Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. yeah. Who do you yeah. think is the most... <laughs> who do you think is okay, the I'll... most uh, difficult boss or just bad villain guy? Ooh. Uh, see, I don't remember very well because it's been a while since I beat it, but... I remember the Technodrome being pretty hard. Yeah, because yeah. you had to you had to jump up and hit the eye, which there's there yeah, was the, uh, the Technodrome. Yeah. yeah, the Technodrome, which and shoot. it always shot that lightning out yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah, I hated that. I didn't like the yeah. guys. Uh, they look like, jeez, uh, I don't know, the really tall guys with the helmets. Uh, oh, like they look like blue knights. Yeah, the other yeah, metal they, turtles. They shoot their little. Yeah. And that, yeah. They shoot the guy exactly. out. Actually, yeah. And, like, you never know whether or not they're going to shoot it out, and sometimes it's delayed. So, like, a, like you kill him, and it's like a full second, and then the little guy flies out and hits you. That would drive <laughs> me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Shredder had that gun that would turn you into instantly into a baby turtle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of easy to dodge, I felt like. Yeah. Shredder, I, I think once I you Shredder figured was kind of easy. You know, like, and yeah. I, I also love how when you killed him, he exploded. <laughs> yeah that's good well yeah Shredder uh, okay. was definitely easy once you got out past yeah it, he was he was kind of a letdown at the end of the game but speaking of letdowns at the end of the game <laughs> the the it was I, I, the end of the game was not very good I don't think uh, Splinter's back to his normal self April comes in and says you get a pizza and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. That, well, what did you want him to do? Like a high five cowabunga I don't or something? Know, but it just seems <laughs> it just seems cheap. They should have told us we proved the honor of our culture or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like Super Mario sixty four kind of business too. It's kind of like you go through all this, save the princess, and what does she say? Come on in. I'm going to bake you a cake. You know, <laughs> April's like. <laughs> This is the same thing. April's like at the end of this game. It's like, oh, thank you guys. You guys did so great. Uh, let me get you a pizza. Not that you've not been eating pizza this entire time. 
But right, right. Pizza. pizza gives you extra energy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Justin, Justin would instead like the mayor to come out, give him the key to the city. <laughs> exactly. You know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe have the president come in and offer to buy him a burger. <laughs> maybe. Oh, yeah. change your oh, wait, that's awesome. a di- that, Yeah. 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 That's a different game. Sorry. That's a different. Game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that bad, dudes? Yeah. yeah it's yes. Bad. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I agree, and that seems to be like a staple with uh, at least the NES Turtles games. Uh, the end is just like, hey, good job, you made it, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of the staple for NES games in general, That's true. Isn't it? That That is true. Yeah. It just is it's weird. It's kind of like, you know, not to compare. Obviously, climbing Mount Everest would be harder than beating this <laughs> game, but let's say you got to Mount Everest, and they were just like, all right, good job now. Going back down. Yeah. <laughs> you want to climb again? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. so, well, I mean, you know, I guess okay. I guess getting to see Splinter change back into human form might be a big deal. I mean, I don't think they ever did it in the cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's a weird premise because you know, depending on which canon you follow. Uh, that's not really accurate, you know. Uh, a lot of times, I think I want to say, Josh, am I right on this? I want to say in the cartoon, Splinter was always a rat, right? Mm-hmm. And and in the movie, the original 1990 movie, Splinter was a rat. But see, in the comic mm-hmm. books, which is kind of nice, uh, the comic books, Splinter was a person, correct? Well, you know, what, uh, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, in the in the cartoon, he was a person. Because in the cartoon, I oh think yeah, that's right. There's an episode where they they change him back into a human for like a short period of time, and then he gets changed yeah. back. But uh, but in the movie, I remember specifically he was a rat because remember he's like mimicking his master's moves in his cage. Oh yeah, it was like the the Chuck E. Cheese puppets. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so. Okay, I want to talk about two more things before we finish up with talking about the game itself. One is, I want to ask you guys, i got a couple of little secret tricks that I picked up over the years, besides the Donatello trick, and I want to know if you know about it. Uh, did you know that you can share boomerangs amongst the turtles? No, I no. did not. No. Yeah, what you do is, if you want all four turtles to have a boomerang, then you throw it, change turtles, and then the next one will catch it and have nice. it. Nice! Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome! Yep. That would have really come so in That's handy. pretty sweet. <laughs> And then the other secret that I picked up is, did you, do you know you can make the tanks disappear when you're in the turtle van? No. When you're driving in the turtle van, you just press select and exit, mm-hmm. and the tanks disappear. Yeah. Wow. I knew that one, yeah. Huh. I, I had one. Uh, did you know at right. the end of the second, actually, uh, I think it's the, the third sewer that you come to, when you enter into it, there's a piece of pizza there, and you could pick it up, it's right near the entrance, you could pick it up, leave, and come back in, and it regenerates. Oh. There's actually yes. wow. there's several that. sewers like that that make the game a lot easier. It's actually basically every... It's almost like the first level of every section. There's a free pizza that you can get, and it regenerates. Nice. It, for some reason, it's not always the case, though, because sometimes you'll try to do that, and it won't be... A, it's just like one one part of each level. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like in the dam level, when you go down, up and down a ladder, for instance, the pizza's gone. Yeah, if you actually leave the stage and come back, then it regenerates. But yeah, if oh. you're within the stage, it won't. Yeah. I got Any nothing. Any other secrets? No. Did you know you can use the Konami code? Really? Yeah. I had no idea. It get, it gives you four continues instead of two. Oh, wow. gosh. That oh, would have really helped yeah. out, too. Wow. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Hmm. All right. So there's my trivia section for the, <laughs> for the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Okay, and then I also want to know, did did anybody get any high scores? I actually took down my high score last night, but I had issues with my cart, which is why I was to mention at the beginning of the show that I need to get a new cart because for some reason, as much as I blew on it and as much as I used alcohol, I tried to clean it out and all this stuff, I just could not get it to work past the city stage. It would always freeze up at some point. Mm. Oh, maybe one of the chips finally gave way. Yeah, maybe. So I, I could get to the city, and I could get about halfway through, and then it would just freeze up every time. Oh. So that's as far as I got, and I got 32000 Well, I've, I've got an extra copy I could send to you. Well, they're not that expensive, so I could probably sure? pick one up. All right. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably just be as, just as expensive as paying for shipping. No, probably, yeah. It is pretty common, so, four million mm-hmm. copies. Yeah, so I'll just go pick another <laughs> one up, but... Yeah, I was kind of frustrated last night because I was, I was really hoping I could beat it again, but I just I couldn't make it past it without freezing up. So I got 32,000 points. I don't know if anybody 
looked and saw their score. Okay, I had uh, well, uh, 41,800. Ooh. Tom Arnold would be impressed. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I don't know how this happened, but I, I made it to the third stage. Uh, and I, maybe I kept, you know, cause I kept, I guess I kept forgetting that, you know, when you go, you know, you step back, say if you're running into like a sewer or something like that, you step back a few feet, the enemies will keep respawning over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot all about that. Uh, so I ended up getting like 68,000, but I still died in the third level. Uh, I, is the third boss, the mouser, the giant mouser? Was that was that the third or the fourth stage? Yeah, no, fourth. Uh, I think it's the fourth. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, that's, so, the, that's the airport, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. With the, the like the tiny jets compared to the turtles. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got there then. I, I got to the giant mouser and I used up my second continue and I I, I was done by that point. So I got a uh, sixty-eight thousand eight hundred. Nice. Wow. Well done. So, yeah. Well. All right, J- Justin, can you compete with that? I can't compete with Zixi now. No, no. <laughs> All right. Well, then yeah. I guess the Tom Arnold would be impressed trophy goes to Rob. Yes! Congratulations. <laughs> it's the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that can kind of segue us into retrofitted trophies. Oh. Okay, yeah. Retrofitted trophies. Did anybody come up with any retrofitted trophies? I've got a couple. All right, we'll start with you then. Go ahead. Okay, uh, so the first one would be if you do the trick where you jump up on the boxes with uh, Donatello and you use his uh, and you use his uh, his bow staff uh, and you kill Rocksteady, you get a, a trophy that says "Can't touch this." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and then uh, another one would be if uh, if you do go back and you you exit a stage and come back and get the same pizza twice, uh, pizza pizza, like the little. Uh, Little Caesars guy. <laughs> Little Caesars. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like it. And then uh, the last one is uh, if you use Raphael to defeat a boss, um, you get a trophy that says "Size Matter Not." <laughs> or no, like Size cool. Matters Not. Yeah. All right. 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 Uh, okay. I get. I get it. Size Matter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Rob. Did you come up with any? Um, I kind of. I, I think I misinterpreted what the awards were. So I just kind of made up awards for like the basic stuff that happens in the game. So I did like well, that works too. Okay, okay, I did uh, Splinter's Words of Wisdom Award uh, with such phrases as "You can do it" and "Pizza gives you extra energy" and the map shows your position and go into the sewers. Uh, Splinter's Words of Wisdom uh, earns that award, so I got that. <laughs> uh, I had another one. Uh, hang on, I have it written down here. Uh, okay, the overly supportive side character award goes to April O'Neil. With lines like, you have my support, and you guys are great. Every five seconds, April's just way too kind. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's all I got. All right, Justin, what do you got? Uh, I got two awards. I got one award for the person who got the least, the smallest, uh, or the, got the, the, didn't get as far as anyone else, and that would probably be me. Uh, that's the seaweed sucker. <laughs> and uh, the next award is for those who actually beat the game. Uh, it's the Psy Award, not S I G H, but the Psy as in Raphael Psy because like while they look cool, beating the game and the Psy are both medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I came up with uh, turtle pancakes, <laughs> which is getting run over by a tank. <laughs> And then uh, pizza pie, which was the same as Josh's pizza pizza, but his I like his name better, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend like mine didn't exist. Game rating. Well, on this show, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but we don't actually give it a rating, technically. We actually just give it some kind of arbitrary thing. So I'm going to ask you guys, one by one, if you could give this game a pizza, a style of pizza... What style of pizza would you give it, and why? <laughs> we'll start with Justin, so he can kind of give you an idea of how we do this. Oh, I'm gonna have to go with extra spicy sausage mm. because it's a very difficult game, and extra spicy sausage would be a very difficult thing to eat. <laughs> it's hard to digest. Yeah. All right, I get it. All right, well, then I will go second, and I will say that this is an extra cheese pizza. Hmm. 
And the reason I say that is because I feel like extra cheese pizza is a very underrated pizza. Most people always go straight to getting something with meat on it, but just a straight up extra cheese pizza is a very tasty pizza. I feel like it's an underrated pizza, and this game is an underrated game. Mm. What about you, Josh? Uh, <clears throat> I'd have to say that this is a, uh, a deep dish pizza, because this game has multiple layers uh, that add to the... the the sweet bouquet of the flavor of Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you've got you've got a thick layer of cheese, which is you know the solid gameplay. You've got some some basil sauce that it's kind of sweet but kind of savory at the same time for the music that just kind of that drags you through the mood of the game, keeps you uh, keeps you having fun. And then of course uh, a, a pie crust because uh, well uh, sometimes it's kind of tough but uh, it's enjoyable. So mm -hmm. not a ton of flavor but it gives the game stability. Nice, nice. Good deal. Uh, I would say, you know, I'm going to change mine. Um, I'm going to say uh, a Hawaiian pizza, you know, with the pineapples and the ham. Uh, oh, my favorite pizza. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, when I was a kid, I thought that was the grossest thing in the world. And to be honest, it's not for everybody, but it's different. And in its own right, I think it's a pretty good pizza. I think that sums up the game well. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that pretty much wraps up the show. But since this show is going to be a little different and it's probably going to appear on both feeds, let's each take each show take turns and just tell about what we do. That way, the other sh people listening on the other show will know what's going on. So, Justin, real quick, tell them about the two dudes. Tell the Turtle Flakes listeners <laughs> about the two dudes. So, two dudes is a show about uh, two dudes in a mess. It's about two guys talking about regular Nintendo games. And it's, uh, you can find us on nesdudes.com, which is, uh, uh, our website and our blog feed. And you can catch all of our episodes on iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Nice. Nice. And I, I guess I, can I throw a quick feedback if I can pull it up real quick? You guys go ahead and do yours. I want to give out, give a shout out to our latest five star rating. Oh, nice. Uh, Josh, Real quick, would you, you guys go ahead and t tell us about your show? Yeah, Josh, would you mind uh, telling uh, the kind folks, uh, the NES dudes, uh, listeners, uh, uh, all about Turtle Fleeks? Absolutely. Uh, so Turtle Fleeks is a, uh, we try to keep it a weekly show. Uh, generally, Saturday mornings, we'll uh, record a, uh, an episode, and typically we cover a, a cartoon, a comic book, and uh, I just blanked. <laughs> a cartoon episode? Yes, a cartoon episode, a comic book, and a toy. Uh, so we kind of do all three in uh, one episode. Uh, we also do green screens every now and again where we do commentary on uh, on one of the TV shows. Uh, so we, we cover all the Turtles materials, though. So uh, all the comics, so from the original series from 84 uh, up into the, the current IDW series or even the, uh, the uh, adventure series. Uh, we also cover the 87 cartoon, 2003 cartoon, and uh, 2012 cartoon. So pretty much anything Turtles uh, we talk about. We talk about our pickups sometimes. And uh, uh, we've also done a couple interviews, uh, including uh, Pat Fraley, who did the voice of Krang, and uh, also Jim Lawson, who's done uh, artwork for the Turtles for like 20 years. So, Yeah, I was really shocked that you guys were able not, not to discount your show. <laughs> I, I love your show. You guys do a great job. It's just I was just really surprised that you were able to get some uh, people on like that. Well, guys, you know, I just had to make a couple of phone calls. You know how it is. He, he's got All a guy. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, you need to get a guy for us. So we can get some awesome guests on. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. I'll put All in right, a good so I just want to real quick, I just want to give this shout out cuz I love five-star ratings on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. So I'd like to shout this person out, Mama Luigi 145. <laughs> gave us a five-star and said, "One of my new favorite podcasts. Keep up the good work." So, thank you Mama Luigi. And uh for those kind words. Turtle Flakes listeners, I can I can vouch for two dudes in an S. Uh, I just listened to the first episode uh our first time for me listening was uh Wizards and Warriors and uh it's pretty cool. They they keep it clean, they keep it funny and interesting and uh you guys should give it a listen if you're NES fans. Yeah, and I, well, I, I'd you. also like to brag on you guys. Uh, I just I think your show is an awesome premise. And again, I can only echo what Josh said. Uh, uh, you know, it's a family-friendly show. It's a short show, uh, and and it's a focus show on uh, every uh, Nintendo Entertainment System game uh, that was released. Uh, huge fan. I think I started listening. Or, well, I mean, I started from the first episode, but my, one of my favorites was the Double Dragon episode. Oh. 
Uh, you guys have a great show, and uh, I, I, I love it. Now infam- infamously known as the Tom Arnold. <laughs> was that the one? The Double Dragon one? That that yeah, it. that was the one. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to say the same thing about your show. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I listen to every episode. I Thanks, love man. the I love it when you guys do the uh, green screen. I wish I could watch along, but I usually listen in the car. But <laughs> so it's probably not wise for me to be watching along. But you guys do do a great job. You're definitely the premier Ninja Turtle podcast, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, thanks a lot, man. Well, thanks. That means a so lot. So just 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 skip over all the other Ninja Turtle podcasts and listen <laughs> to these guys. Uh, thanks, man. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for our listeners. We're gonna play a little sound clip of the next game we're going to play and here it comes but thank you turtle flakes guys for joining us hey yeah, thanks for having that. us man it was, it was lonely here at dimension x there are three other ninja turtle games mm-hmm. so hopefully maybe we can try to come back to dimension x and, and <laughs> figure this out that sounds good we're going to go hop in this portal and get back home but yeah i think we're going to do the same rob yeah i'm kind of tired of this place yeah it's kind of hot there <laughs> yeah no kidding all right <laughs> See you guys. All right, take it easy, dudes. Take it easy.